In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Good morning to you. Before we launch into the uh, homily proper, it would be appropriate to say something about the feast that we celebrate on this day, the conception of John the Baptist on September 23rd. Those of you familiar with our Orthodox lectionary uh, know that at this time we began to read from the Gospel of Luke. And uh, this Gospel, of course, was taken uh, from the Gospel of, of Luke. It's not... Um, those are not unrelated things. The Gospel of Luke begins with the conception of John the Baptist. And so what uh, uh, some liturgists might call the Lucan jump, when we jump to start reading from Luke, directly corresponds to the celebration of the conception of John the Baptist because this is where the Gospel of Luke begins. So it's, it's not arbitrary. It's also worthy of note, and I could go on and on about this, but I won't, <laughs> uh, that although we celebrate the day, of, of the day of the celebration of the saints is usually the day of their death uh, or, or the day of their martyrdom, but there are three persons where we celebrate their birth as well as their death. The Lord Jesus Christ, of course, we celebrate his birth. The Virgin Mary, we celebrate her birth. John the Baptist, we celebrate his birth. And also, we celebrate their conceptions. We celebrate the conception of the Lord, the conception of the Virgin Mary, and the conception of John the Baptist. So, happy feast day. The homily this morning is about launching into the deep. The verse that I would like to focus on is this. When Jesus had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into the deep and let your nets down for a catch. The main point this morning is a long point. <laughs> but the main point is this. The Lord Jesus Christ planted the seed of salvation in a dark cave in Bethlehem in the depths of the waters of the Jordan River. In the dark depths of the Sea of Galilee, in the darkest regions of the depths of hell. And he wants to plant that same seed of salvation in you. A little background on this Sea of Galilee and what this region meant and what it stood for. I mean, you know it can't be good when Philip said to Nathaniel, 
can anything good come out of Nazareth? So the reputation here is not good. In Isaiah chapter 9, he says, The people that walk in the darkness have seen a great light, and they that dwell in the land of the shadow of death upon them hath the light shined. And he was speaking of this area of the northern part of Israel. In his commentary on this, St. Nikolai highlights a number of things on this Isaiah verse. There where it is a darkness, the prophet foretells there will appear a light-bearing Messiah. The land of Zebulon and the land of Naphtali were considered as the darkest lands. There the pagans were intermingled with the Jews. The darkness of the pagans, the darkness of the Pharisees covered the people with the shadow of death. He says, The light of heaven shone first in Bethlehem. Christ the Lord was born there. That light was seen afar by the eastern magi and in the vicinity by the shepherds in Bethlehem. But that light was driven out of Bethlehem by the bloody sword of Herod, and the light withdrew to Egypt. We know of uh, this story of the Lord's flight into Egypt. Then he returned to Nazareth, but there they wanted to cast him down from the hilltop. Do you remember when he returned to Nazareth, he went to the, the synagogue, he opened the book of Isaiah, he, he read the words, he closed it and said, this is fulfilled in your hearing. And everyone was amazed and the leaders ran him up to a cliff and were going to push him over the cliff. And so from there... He goes to the Sea of Galilee. I don't know how far away it is, but you could walk it, you know, in a day or so. After that, the light shone in full radiance in this land of darkness, the shadow of death, by the Sea of Galilee. It is called the Sea, the Lake of Gennesaret gospel lesson, but it's the same lake. In this land, alongside the lake, there lived fishermen whom the Lord chose as his disciples. In this land, the Mount of the Beatitudes, from which the Lord proclaimed his first great sermon about the blessed. Here in, in the Cana of Galilee, the Lord performed his first miracle. There where he began his work for the salvation of mankind by his powerful words and powerful deeds, it was there he was to bury the seed of the fruitful tree of his gospel in the great darkness. He could have started in Jerusalem, right? Or Rome. <laughs> he started there in the great darkness. 
When Jesus had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. The Lord was to accomplish several things at once. He often did this. When he did something, he was doing several things at once. He launched, he, he got into the boat so that, his, so that the water would amplify his voice so that the people could hear him better if he was speaking out over the water. He also launched out with them to comfort the, the discouraged disciples and provide for their physical needs, the miracle of the great drop of fish. Also to nourish the souls of his disciples with faith in him. And most importantly, to make it abundantly clear to his disciples and through them to all of us that through Jesus Christ all things are possible and that men's labors and efforts without him are as empty as were their nets. When Simon Peter saw this great catch of fish, he fell down on his knees beneath Jesus and said, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. When Jesus first requested St. Peter to put out in, in uh, uh, and let the nets down, he answered, Master, we have toiled all night and took nothing. But now he calls him Lord. Before he calls him Master, now he calls him Lord. Can you see and hear the change in this man's heart? And enlightenment. Many can be called Master, but only one can rightfully be called Lord. Perhaps Peter was thinking about how beautiful the Lord's were, were, how his words were, how beautiful, while he was speaking. And the Lord knew what he was thinking because the Lord reads everyone's heart. And so now Jesus works this miracle to show Peter and to show all of the others that Jesus Christ practices what he preaches and that actions speak louder than words. That's from St. Nikolai too. <laughs> we live in a society where we can't speak very much. But we can act. And our actions can speak louder than the words we want to say. So how can we apply this lesson in our own lives today? The Lord stands beside the ship owned by each one of us and makes the same request, launch into the deep. Each of us has a ship, the ship of our soul. Launch into the deep, the Lord Jesus says. 
He asked each one of us to let him into the ship of our souls, to set forth fearlessly with him out of the shadows and the mud puddles of fallen humanity into the great depths of the spiritual sea, where he will fill our ship with the abundance more than we could ever desire. And so let us not reject his request to come into our hearts and souls, as Peter did not refuse him. For he desires this not for his own sake, but for our sake. He does not ask to come in and take something, but to give. He only asks that we permit his help and his sacrifice. So let us hear the voice of the petitioner before this same voice comes to our ears as that of the judge on the last day. Today, he asks, on the last day, he will judge. We should not delay. Maybe you've already accepted this request, his request to come into your heart. I ask you to do it again today with me. Maybe you were baptized as an infant and you're a Christian and you're a communicant in the church. Maybe you're 10 years old, maybe you're 12 years old, 14, 16, 18. But you know right now that Jesus is talking to you in a still, small voice. And he's saying, I love you. Do you love me? I want to move deeper into your heart. Don't be afraid. Maybe you've never been baptized. Maybe you never responded to the Lord's knocking at the door of your heart. I ask you to do that now and to come and to talk to us afterwards about how you too can become a Christian and a member of this church. Let us pray. O Lord Jesus Christ, our God, lead us from the muddy shallowness of our hearts into the clear depths of our hearts. Help us to descend into the depths of our souls where you have planted the seed of salvation, that we may cast our nets, watering it and nourishing it with your life and your light. Cause it to grow in us as we enter into the communion of your body and blood not only for our sakes, but for the sake of others in need of that same salvation 
and make us fishers of men. For your name is holy, together with the Father and the Holy Spirit, now and ever and unto ages of ages. Amen.